0: This is the best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast. Part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's the best of today's Sports Channel 8, the radio show.
1: It's looking like a Friday, doesn't it? Not quite there yet, though. Been a long week. Long week. Long week. We're in that stretch with like not much, not not many vacation days, not too many short weeks till we get to around like Easter time. Extra long weeks. We'll get you there. Look, if you need to start your weekend right now, go ahead. We're still in the pandemic.
2: Thursday is Little Friday, <laughs> right?
1: Uh, Little Friday is that? Is that a college thing?
2: I don't think so. We've, we've been calling that around the uh, around the neighborhood during the whole quarantine thing. Yeah, everybody's working from home anyways, so it's yeah.
1: like you're you're probably
2: especially when it started. I remember when this started back last March, it's kind of nice outside. So you can yes. get outside a lot, Sun. I've
1: been, I've been thinking about this recently. Like had this
2: started in like November, like yeah. November or January, it would have been,
1: I can do not good. I can do pandemic restrictions. I don't enjoy it. Obviously I'm looking forward to a time when we're out of them, but I, I can do pandemic restrictions or I can do cold weather both at the same time <laughs> yeah. is a lot
2: right now it's kind of stinky it's, it's January kind of sucked. we're g- <laughs> but now we're like light at
1: the end of the tunnel well
2: the sun now sets at like six fifteen. 15. yeah
1: you get that 60 degree random day when it's just sunny enough and you're like oh 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 i could i got hot the other day i turned the ac I could almost, off just, at the you house not, yes you, i did you did not turn the yes air we did thing don't on. believe no, it and
2: then we turned the heat back on that same day
1: <laughs> Good. couldn't be me. Yeah. did you really grow up in north carolina you gotta you,
2: see People get so weird you, about that. You, like, that, oh.
1: That sweet spot.
2: I'm not turning the heat on until.
1: Like, I might be able to go March, that. To, March well, to May. How much no, money are you really saving? It's not about money. It's well, then, about feeling like you're just living in the environment. But that's stupid. Opening and closing windows. If the environment, the environment
2: is hot on a given day, I'm turning the AC on. I don't care if it's January.
1: You can, you can talk about your HVAC. You can talk about the pandemic. You can talk about any of those things or any of the sports topics we give you for the things to talk about at lunch. All right, I got to be honest with you on this one, Goodson. <laughs> I uh, we we got things we could talk about. There yeah. there are big sporting events coming up this weekend. There was ACC basketball last night. Not any teams we really care about. Congratulations, Wake Forest. There's no ACC hoops tonight. It's one of those days where i I've, I've got together the list of things that I want to talk about. Things I think would be interesting for the audience to talk about at lunch. But then I'm like okay, uh, maybe they'll be talking about impeachment or something else or when the pandemic will end. Because I'm like, ma- ma- am I missing something huge? Let me hit ESPN.com and just make sure make sure there's no massive sports lo- right. headlines that I've missed in my preparation for the day, right? So apologies if anybody out there is mad that we're three minutes into the show. We have not hit on the number one headline on ESPN.com, Red Sox sending Ben to KC in a three-team deal. I'm not – is this I'm so disin- basically, I'm so disinterested in that that I'm not. Uh, I don't even care to click on and find out who the other three dudes. Ben a
2: ten- ten Benintendi, is this a guy who like I've never heard of? But somebody would be like, "Yo, he mad won- that he- we haven't heard of." He won like the MVP like um, two I- years ago. That's what I'm assuming as well. Yo, he's, <laughs> he's not the, George the- Springer. That's
1: all I know. He's, well,
2: he's no George Springer. Who is? <laughs> uh,
1: not Benintendi. Um, Late no-call leaves Trey Hawks fuming after a loss. You, you care didn't to talk, see that. You care so to, you to talk see Hawks it. basketball? Um, reports Tokyo Olympic Prez Mori to step down. Now, he's the one who said stupid things about you can't uh, – let me just leave it It said stupid things about women um, and thought he could still keep his job because he's used to being a prime minister. And it's like, ah, sorry, the world's evolving, bud. You need to evolve with it. Or Or should I have led the show? with the Washington football team and cheerleaders reaching a settlement over videos, which I'm all for 100% <laughs> justice for cheerleaders who are wrong. But I didn't find that the compelling thing to talk about. Yeah, this, this isn't the,
2: we're not in the summer. We're not in that weird time where like the all-star game just happened in baseball. And there's like literally nothing going, right before training camp started. I'm with you. Not much stuff happened last night. Well, for you, but for me, I'm in there's a lot of stuff going on.
1: What's happening with you?
2: Daytona 500 qualifying last All right, night. right, let's
1: talk about it. That's the first thing that you can uh, – I'm excited. There are a, a lot of our audience, when you see the, the NASCAR ratings, it's like number one and number – like the triad and and, uh, and the triangle, even more than, than Charlotte, I think almost because there's like too many people in Charlotte that yeah. there's not enough NASCAR people to make a dent. That triad, if you want to see them get in the top ten of a metered sports market for an event, Check out the Daytona 500 ratings. Then, like, Louisville will always random get ratings somewhere in Kentucky. So, yes, Daytona 500 back. Unfortunately, I'm betting that, much like everything else, ratings will be down for the Daytona 500. A big factor because of the pandemic. But my question is, who's the most popular NASCAR driver right now? In the past five years, we've lost Earnhardt Jr., Jimmy Johnson,
2: Jeff Gordon, Jeff Gordon,
1: Tony Stewart. These are guys that casual fan – Knew who these guys were and what they looked like and probably who they spo- who their sponsors were. Right, they were that big. Who is the most f- well known NASCAR driver right now?
2: I would probably venture to say well known is different than than uh, most uh, decorated. Because remember when me and you were in the Bahamas yes. the day after Christmas or whatever two years ago? Who did we see in the casino? Uh,
1: it was a Bush brother, Kyle Paul Bush. Yes,
2: he's probably the most decorated person. Yeah, in the sport right now. Yes, yes. Probably. I mean, I haven't looked at it, but he probably has the most wins of anybody who currently races. Champion. He drives an iconic M and M's car, so he's you know you've seen his stuff. But walking through that casino,
1: no one turn ahead.
2: No one. Me and you knew him because we we know enough about sports, and I've I followed NASCAR. You're an NASCAR guy. But I was like, no one knew who he was. He's probably the most popular like most uh decorated Denny yeah. Hamlin Hamlin's is pretty popular racing. his
1: association with Jordan he's he's in a, in a bunch of ads uh, I can't believe you have not seen the DC do you feel me on this Hey Denny nice PJ uh, no hey Hamlin nice PJs Yeah I've heard that All right it's in, the, it's in a pizza commercial I yeah i know what if, you're talking about yeah i see it. i think pjs i think hamlet that's all that's all he does in the thing for acting and i think he deserves uh an oscar nomination for it he's great
2: but you keep going down the list um joey logano is you've heard that name. yeah ryan newman but nobody
1: knows what joey logano looks like
2: kevin harvick Chase. nobody Elliot. knows what
1: kevin harvick looks like the most
2: popular person right now well known Probably Bubba Wallace.
1: Yeah, I mean signing a big deal with Jordan. Obviously, there was controversy last Driving year. Driving the
2: number twenty three car, NASCAR I mean, with- is still itching to have um, inclusion, diversity, yep. and. But I think now he's actually part of a team that yep. you know can help him get there as well, and I think he he actually was the fourth fastest car last night in qualifying
1: an actual well shout out to him an actual Daytona 500 news uh who t- who took the poll last night remind me how they decide the po- like what's different about Daytona there's all sort of races so Daytona, Daytona up to the 500
2: race. is everybody does a lap around the track for the fastest speed last night normal right? qualifying the only the top 2 are only locked in
1: and shout At- out
2: Shout out to Alex Bowman who won the poll.
1: again. No one knows who he is. No one per- even
2: knows his. name. He now drives Jimmy Johnson's car, who right. just retired.
1: Well, then you're gonna hear Jimmy Johnson's name when, when Alex. Every time Alex Bowman's Alex Bowman, on the screen, they're gonna call it Jimmy Johnson's car. He's a so system, driver, system driver, system <laughs> driver. You can just you can just plug anybody into that car, yeah, and uh, and it'll go. But they do
2: that. And so that they, that,
1: that is, it's not Alex, but that proves that Jimmy Johnson is a system driver. Yeah,
2: they are. Oh, they uh-huh. all are. Um, but then what happens tonight? There's two s- small races. That depending on how you finish in that, the term, like the first place guy in that race and the first place guy in the other r- race are we'll third, third and fourth, fourth and then interchangeable all through that. and stuff. So a couple, couple races tonight. Again, it's always Daytona 500 type stuff. So Rex. Yeah. Like,
1: have you ever been to a Daytona 500? Never been to the 500. We need to go. We, we need to go. We need to put that on the, uh, on the bucket I've list. I've
2: been to all the, I've been everywhere local except for Darlington. I've only the- been to Rockingham, Charlotte, Richmond. Martinsville and Bristol. Never I've been to Darlington.
1: Only been to Richmond and to the Way County Speedway. Actually, you know where we need to go. We need to go and and they do like there's weekends throughout the year where we're to be like, uh, who's an old timey NASCAR driver like re- retired Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle will be like appearing at the track. Sure. We need to go to the Carteret County Speedway. Yeah. Sometime when we're down there together on a Friday or Saturday night. We need to go to the Carteret County Speedway. And, uh, like so it'll always be like Jeff Bodine will be there, like, you Jeff know, making, <laughs> making an appearance or something like that. All right. You got any more sporting events that, that Josh Goodson could talk about at lunch yeah. today? What What else you got for us? We have
2: a tennis grand slam going right now. Did you know that?
1: I w- uh,
2: It's usually a little it, bit earlier. I would say it,
1: it, it, the Australian's usually in January, yeah. right? Okay. It's
2: going on. There's no Federer. Okay. He decided to sit out, I think, for COVID stuff and injury stuff. Has
1: Djokovic either been a ejected from the tournament or be uh been spotted violating COVID protocol in uh, australia yet
2: don't think so but uh last night we had nadal win okay uh, you forget like nadal and federer are tied for most grand slams right yeah now. like I, I i'm a Nadal guy but he won last night serena's playing on the other end she's doing well uh last night we lost coco golf okay she she was playing someone in loss. And we also lost last year's champion on the women's side. Sophia Kennan, who you don't know, but she's an American, won the Australian Open last year. I
1: think I, I think I actually know what she looks like. Serena still has not won a major since giving birth, right? Uh, I believe that's correct. Um, so, And uh, how is uh, Carolina Courage part owner Naomi Osaka? Where, where is she in the field? She's still
2: in, she's, she's still in it as well.
1: I mean, we got to be Osaka fans now, right? She's a pack pro. Like if you're if you're a part owner of the, uh, of the of the of the North Carolina Courage, that's a team. I think it checks out. Uh, Naomi Osaka officially a Pac Pro. This, this pro, I'm sure there's some state people who work for the Courage too. Anyway, although Malik's a UNC guy.
2: So yeah, you thought there was no sports last night. All
1: right, all right,
2: get out of here with that. All right,
1: other things that you could talk about at lunch. You, if you really want to, you could talk about ACC hoops. If you're a Wake Forest or Virginia fan, that's going to tweet at us mad that we're not analyzing your game. You, we will allow you to discuss it at lunch with your other wake forest. Virginia, get it. Friends.
2: Virginia you're, you're good.
1: Uh, yeah. My question is do, like, I know Swain is an absolute no on this. You're probably a no on this too. I will actually pull for Virginia to do well in the NCAA tournament. I'll assume that they're not going to win a title. I don't want to see them win a title, but they're like, I hate to to, to say like conference pride. But, like, I, in basketball, there is a little bit of me that's, like, it'd be embarrassing if everybody's out before the Elite Eight. Now, if, if it could be Florida State, even better, right? I'll cheer for Florida State to go all the way. But if Florida State gets knocked off and, like, UVA is our only team in the second or third round, then I, like, kind of want them to go to the Final Four just to have an ACC team in there. I don't care about that.
2: Oh, right. And it's not an anti-Virginia thing. It's just I do not care.
1: All right.
2: The year's already kind of weird anyway. I just –
1: I hate hearing people be like, oh, Big Ten basketball. It's like, dude, even in our down years, we put somebody in the Final Four. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Actual news, Louisville was supposed to play last night. That game against Pitt was postponed. And then we got an announcement that the upcoming Louisville versus Virginia Tech game also postponed. Uh, There is a game on Friday night this week. Can't Clemson, Georgia Tech maybe? Um, you're in on Friday Night Games. We've been talking about this all week, and you haven't been in here to, to discuss. I assume you're all in on the 4.30. Oh, my God. ACC.
2: I love it. Like, these, these 4.30 starts are genius. They need more of those and less 9 o'clock. It'd be, I, I'd be cute. The, the 4 o'clock game, especially now in COVID times, people, there's no one at an office. You're not, like, you're not commuting home. You're not, there's no issue of uh, being stuck in a car not being able right. to watch. Like, right. What, what, like, you're sitting there at home waiting for something to do that's like somewhat normal in your world, and so, you can, you don't have to wait till seven o'clock now to get it. Give me a, four, or even worse, nine. Give me a 4:30 basketball <laughs> start all day, or, or a
1: 6:30. They've been playing those. So, what, what you're telling me is much state, like
2: state has one of these next wednesday
1: but it's like thursday is a little friday four o'clock is now a a, a little yes. uh five thirty like when you you're ready to start drinking you need an excuse it's like oh i'm watching a basketball yeah, game i can pop a beer up. at 4 15 game's absolutely. about to
2: start <laughs> you're, you're not gonna like uh dis. you're not uh not gonna be a bad family person right the seven o'clock game stuff like you maybe you're missing out on bath time maybe you're like you're yeah, rushing no. through dinner all those things 4 30 30. It's beautiful. You have the night ahead of you.
1: And you, I got a full day's work in. I didn't have to waste my time commuting. I yep. got my work done. I can have a beer at 4 o'clock and watch a 4.30 ACC game. Uh, next up on things you can talk about at lunch. Did you see Tom Brady yesterday at the boat parade in Tampa? He was on one. First of all, how much cooler are boat parades than regular parades? I'm a big fan of the boat parade. You're a flotilla guy? Yeah. Now, uh,
2: <laughs> You're a Crystal Coast? You've been on the Crystal Coast flotilla?
1: No, nah, I don't <laughs> I'm not necessarily down with like, I don't want to get into the politics of <laughs> recent flotillas, but like boat Christmas flotillas. Awesome. And like yeah, when you do them like, at night and the, and you do the like lit up. Are you on talking
2: the- about being a part of it or watching it?
1: Ooh, good question. It
2: probably, I think any parades overrated
1: parades in general, a little bit overrated. Parades- Only if you have like a five year old who like thinks the magic is happening before their very eyes, right? You know? But nah, in in general, parades might be a little overrated. Watching a boat parade might being in a boat parade seems like it would be cool. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Tom Brady did that. If there is one can we talk about boats real quick? (laughs) Real quick. No, sure. And they're in Tampa Bay, and, and they were trying to be COVID safe. Like it was a perfect setup. So yes, we can talk you, about boats.
2: Have you, uh, you've drove, have you driven a boat?
1: Have I captained a boat? Do you say drive a I don't boat? Know. I do you, know. Or, or yes.
2: have you done it without the owner on there?
1: Yes. I, so I grew up and worked at Camp Seagull right now. I've I mostly am, played basketball there, but, but through osmosis, I have found that I actually took in some, uh, nautical knowledge.
2: I am terrified of driving a boat. It's uh, because, it, because it's like, I can't see what's underneath the water. Yeah. Like, how, how are there not more boat accidents?
1: Um, I think it's mostly, like, the, like, plane accident. Like, you're just, there's so. Like, f-
2: you can't see it. <laughs> like, how do I know I'm not coming up on, like.
1: Hey, I think there are probably more than you think. On a busy right, boat, like- there's probably three or four people running aground anywhere. And, you know, Coast Guard or, like, uh, you know, Sea out there helping people. Uh, it is nerve-wracking, especially if you don't own the boat. Yes. Because that, that, that becomes the, that's my big thing of, like. I'm pretty sure I'm okay, but I don't want to be $10,000 wrong. You know, like that's to me. And this is true in Tampa Bay, uh, Florida or Tampa, Florida. I know the name of the city is not Tampa Bay. I don't think this is true of Tampa, Florida or like Oriental North Carolina. I realize you can drive down, you know, gaudy roads in, in big, rich cities and see big houses and be like, wow, there's millionaires who live here. Nothing to me screams like. Wow. We are a pretty wealthy nation. When you roll by a boat yard and there's just like, even again, even a small boat yard, there's like two dozen minimum 30,000 up to million dollar boats. Just sit any boat yard up and down the coast. You go to some place like Beaufort or freaking Charleston. There's, there's, there's probably a billion dollars worth of boat in Charleston Harbor. Beaufort doesn't get that high, but then even just average Schmo boat, like how do you have another uh, on top of whatever you own? And, and sure. Some people live in a trailer and they, they invest in their boat. And they like their boat. That's fine.
2: Shout out Joker,
1: but when, yeah. but when, but when you just like, like, in addition to all these other expenses, now you just got a $50,000 boat and and you understand that people are that rich, but when you roll by, and there's like hundreds of them yeah. up and down the coast. So yeah, just that the, the boating life is the excess. If you need to check it, Tom Brady, once again, I. I had this argument with Brian Geisiger about whether or not Brady is less hateable now. Yesterday was a perfect example of this. I don't give him credit for his Twitter. I'm sure he's got a smart publicist working for him. But when a video tweet went out basically showing Tom Brady drunk and somebody shooting him so he does not say anything to the media or do anything stupid, but he's you know almost stumbling, Tom Brady himself retweets it with, nothing basically it says nothing to see here just a little avocado tequila but he's got like misspellings and capitalizations in it so he's making fun of himself for being drunk he's making fun of himself for being a health nut with the avocado thing i just think and then just seeing him drunk in general like i think he's a less hateable guy now than he was uh you know mid prime with the with the patriots did what do you stand on uh hating tom brady I don't hate him. Did you ever hate him?
2: No, but I'm a— Do you
1: find him— Do you agree that his hateability index has fallen? I don't
2: hate him. I But I've I've always been with sports figures in general. Like, I was a— I was a Kobe fan because he was really good. Right. And he was always good. And I kind of— I I like— It's not like villains. But if you're really good, and people know you're really good, and— defenses try to stop you and you're still really good. I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, that and is, so
2: I've never hated him because I'm like, yo, he's just,
1: he's just good. No, that is fun to watch. That is one of the fun things in sports is watching a heel, uh, deliver or you know, like silence, a, a home crowd. So Tom Brady, the most notable thing he did yesterday while drunk was decide to toss the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another. And when I first was reading the headline, I was like, oh, you know, I've, I've handed a bag across a boat or whatever, you know, and, like, at at some point. What? Like, I mean. I mean, I've
2: gone over that. Don't do that out in the open.
1: I was trying (laughs) to convey, like, I have passed something from one boat to another, and, like, at one point, maybe it was touching neither of our hands, but it was, like, pretty clear it was going to get there. This was an open water toss of the Lombardi Trophy. Here's what it sounded like. He oh can hear God. Tom Brady's daughter saying, Dad, no, no! No, 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 <laughs> oh, no. no, 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 no. That was uh, people warning Tom Brady not to toss it. But he did it, and of course, Gronk caught it. Uh, and uh, again, he's hes less hateable now. Uh, we'll talk to Chip Patterson you a little bit more. You our fans throughout the postseason with, right. lic- with a great <laughs> performance. <laughs> That's you that. the Dodgers to a World Series victory. And... <laughs> the Dodgers owner needed somebody like Tom Brady to grab him by the shoulders and walk, and walk him out away from a microphone, away from cameras. Instead, he put on a suit and went down there. Or no way, who was that? That was, that not was the Rob the Manfred, Dodgers. the commissioner. Sorry, was... <laughs> I, I need that audio again. Give me the drunk Manfred again.
2: Corey, you thrilled the fans throughout the postseason with a great
1: performance.
2: You led the Dodgers to a World Series victory and it's my pleasure to recognize your great play with the Willie Mays most valuable player award presented by Chevrolet.
1: I mean gotta gotta,
2: gotta get that sponsor in there. Brady would
1: never Brady would never Brady would get drunk. Brady would never get caught Talking that long, being drunk, you got to get some get a friend to grab you by the shoulders and take you away from people. Uh, the next thing you can talk about at lunch: the Charlotte Hornets lost 130-114 to the Memphis Grizzlies last night. The Hornets been still fun to watch, but still not a team that's going to win night in night out. Thirty four points from Terry Rozier. A relatively quiet night for Lamelo Ball: seventeen points, uh, two rebounds, five assists. Uh, we'll see what the Hornets have up next. And in other pro sports, the Carolina Hurricanes back in action tonight. 830 at Ugh. 830. Too late for you. You need Hockey, if you don't have fans in the stands, it seems like you would explore it, right? Uh, like, why not more matinees? The, the Canes played at 3 o'clock on a Sunday. Is this that a, was
2: beautiful. Is this officially an after dark situation?
1: No, we've talked about this. That at one point, we went and did the designation of what every game was because there was a, a there
2: was like a noon start. We had a Hurricanes
1: brunch time. What we we had a name for what each one meant. Anything after, I think it's got to be nine o'clock or later. For so the what is eight thirty?
2: Because seven is just Canes.
1: Seven is Canes. Uh, eight o'clock is I don't know, but I think I think maybe Chip Patterson like went,
2: in prime time, went through it through these
1: things with us. He might remember what what uh designations we assign to the different time zones i just remember after
2: dark for me is like the west coast swing like the 10 o'clock edmonton start all right so
1: that but that still begs the question where where does dallas fall
2: canes i think it's prime time canes
1: okay prime time canes because technically prime time is more that eight to ten or yeah. even like 8 30 to 10 30 okay all right so an 8 30 start we'll call that prime time canes yeah seven o'clock is still just canes yeah 8 or 8.30 is prom time, Canes.
2: If it was a 4.30, it'd be like Supper Canes.
1: <laughs> Dinner Canes. Nah, that's, <laughs> that's got to be Happy Hour Canes. Happy, happy Hour Hurricanes.
0: I
2: like that.
1: Uh, the Canes uh, do have did. a couple 5 o'clock starts in the next couple of weeks on Wednesdays. So yes. That's Happy, happy hour, hour Canes. canes. Happy Hour Canes. Good stuff. Chip, no! Chip, don't do it! But my friends call me Chip. How am I supposed to Chip? with that going on, Doug? Chip had the music blasting. and we're
0: not going we to
1: take it. Sports Channel 8, like the radio show. We are going to take it to CBS Sports and the Cover 3 podcast. Our friend, Chip Patterson. Uh, Chip Patterson covers college football, and it is a huge college football weekend coming up. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about. Um, Chip, are you ready to give us the breakdown for uh, for spring college football?
0: I was just uh, scrambling to pull up the schedule to see if New Mexico (laughs) State was actually going to be in action. New Mexico State, who is, I believe, the only FBS team that will be playing in the spring along with FCS teams. They are an FBS independent Uh, and you know, as everybody pushed to the spring, remember Mac was going to be in the spring, uh, mountain West was going to be in the spring. Then they all came back to the fall. Well, New Mexico state said, sorry, we've got these games scheduled against these FCS teams. We're still going to do it. So I want New Mexico state to go three and O in its spring season and claim an FBS national championship the way UCF did.
1: Oh, you got to, um, what do
2: you, what do you got this weekend? McNeese state. Small road dog at Tarleton State, two and a half's the line. I mean, do you think McNeese gets it done? Or, is I mean, is there some value in that home dog?
1: Seven o'clock state coming at you from Stephenville.
0: I would not get in the way of Tarleton. You know, you just, you got to know that that's just a, a just a, a stay away from me, a firm stay away from me.
1: Um, well, how are you approaching this from a, I am a little bit curious just from a coverage standpoint. I mean, you guys are college football, but obviously the, the, conversation is driven by uh the the power five schools and and not even just the power five and the group of five like you said uh all the teams have moved this is um will you guys cover this talk about it like what's and and how do you think the the general media will react to it
0: so we initially talked like we were going to be doing fcs locks but as we've really come to you know like this point it's pretty obvious that fans are just already going to start thinking about spring practice and fans are already going to want to start having debates about like who won and lost in the coaching cycle. The transfer portal is a bigger deal. So it was fun to talk about, uh, you know, having these big breakdowns for McNeese and Tarleton. But on the Cover 3 podcast, at least what we found is that the off season's more fun to like just sort of have a little bit like catch your breath and have some big topics. Like for example, and like, I'm not just trying to plug because I know it sounds like everybody's plugging their podcast today and, and everything else they're doing. <laughs> it's, but it's that day. It's that day. The, Bring it. The episode we released yesterday was reviewing the coaching carousel of 2018. 2018. Yeah. I know, Chip, you don't have to tell me, brud. <laughs> but that is the kind of thing that you can't do during the season, right? You you need all the pieces to have fallen, and then you can say, all right, well, you know, we had, like, 13 Power 5 jobs change hands. Six of those have been fired. What happened at each of those six? Um, the ones that haven't been fired, what does the success look like? Uh, sort of remembering the dominoes and the way that they fell. Like, that, I think, to me, is more interesting than uh, it half-heartedly – or uh half you know what uh going through and firing off some blind fcs plays like that's the, i think that i should stick to my expertise on that one and uh sure. in, instead of leading people
1: astray sure sure 100 percent. however when it comes down to it let's be honest you can't wager on the 2018 uh co- coaching uh carousel rewind right like these are still live games to be played so will you place any bets? Uh, where gambling is legal, of course, on, uh, on any spring college football.
0: Got to, got to wait to see. I, I, I'm <laughs> definitely in that. Like, yeah, let's, let's watch a couple. Let's start to see, uh, how everyone's looking see if there's a particular team that you think the numbers aren't quite right on, or if there's any principles that we can put into place. But, uh, that, I mean, that was the way I treated, uh, the AAF and that was the way that I treated, um, the, the WWF Football League, like I, I, you know, I'll sit and I'll watch and I'll be like, Ooh, okay. I, I like this team or I like this player. And then maybe, maybe circle back around. Like I say this now, but I would not be surprised if everyone, he, he, this will be it. And I normally am very much against using Twitter to determine what everyone is talking about because sure, sure. Twitter is such a small part of your audience, especially the people that are tweeting a lot and every day But if FCS football on weekends seems like a moment that a lot of people are talking about, boy, I'll, I'll jump into those books and I'll start, I'll start crunching numbers real fast and we'll have (laughs) FCS locks, but I need, I need to see the demand before uh, we factor it into um, our weekly weekly schedule
1: with, with, uh, with sports gambling having, obviously it's, it's, biggest national prominence, it's biggest national platform ever. I mean, it's state by state, but like in terms of where you can gamble and who can gamble now, it's more accessible than it ever has been in the United States. I am betting It is funny. You said that I try not to be a use Twitter as a barometer for interest either, but I was thinking the same thing of like, I, I think people will almost bet it for the novelty. As much as we know that betting is like that there are no sure things. And it, it, even if you think, you know, the numbers, you, you know, you, you. You probably don't, but people are still playing their knowledge, right? They're they're at least telling themselves that they they are picking with expertise or or with some uh, reason, right? I think people might play these spring FCS games knowing it's like I mean sometimes you got to go just play craps and roll dice, right? Like yeah, I, well I mean like we saw to- what
0: was it Memphis Arkansas State was the first week zero game this year. Where it was like August. Tw- I mean, I know that we fought about what week zero was and wasn't <laughs> right, all football right. season. But let's let's see what happens with uh with this one because I think once the schedule opens up and we've got more games beyond because Tarleton State McNeese State is the only game on the schedule it's Saturday night seven o'clock. Um, Let's, let's see what the uh, the draw is, because you're 100% right. If if people were all the way down into getting dirty with Russian ping pong in the throes of the pandemic, and if I was crunching spreadsheets to figure out uh, where the Bundesliga draw plays might be, like where the value is going to be, then, yeah, of course, there's going to be a potential audience. Uh, we just got to see how many of them also cross over with uh, our our nonsense, but also our information and analysis on the Cover Three podcast.
1: Russian three on three pro basketball is is that that's the best to me. It doesn't get any better than that. Um Chip Patterson joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Have you ever been in a boat parade, Chip?
0: The closest thing that I would say to a boat parade is the informal parading that happens at Shaq
1: uh pretty much any weekend or especially Shacks. on a
0: memorial day or a fourth of july okay, weekend. He Just
1: throws that out there that would like, be that would be shackleford shackelford island uh off of you know moorhead city is it an those, island or some banks uh oh, shackleford shackleford banks I don't it is it's a, when the when the tide is high it's definitely an island Shack. Yeah, I just know I,
0: cause you've got the, the boats that get there early to go ahead and like get a spot because they're planning to spend their time like on the sand and on the beach, like they want to float their <laughs> cooler up. They want to set up the, uh, the tents, but if you show up casually late, you can just parade up and down <laughs> with your sweet boat so that everybody who's on the sand is looking out at you. That's the closest thing I've gotten to a boat parade. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. I did love the, the boat parade. I w- I'd i like to see more of them for championship parades. You got to do something to set your championship parade apart now, right? Like unless, unless you're in New York or, or Chicago and you've just got really super tall, cool buildings to line like one good stretch and like ticker tape and make it like, you know, the the, the, the casual running through town on, on some cars, it's losing its luster a little bit. So I, th- I thought the boat parade stepped it, stepped it up. Uh, my next question before you break, and then we're going to mock the draft. Tom Brady looked hammered yesterday. Is there an age where you're too old to be drunk in the championship parade?
0: No, we definitely not. Um, but I, I'm gonna look, can, can I get reckless real quick? This, I, I'm, yeah. this is, Jump this is ready, you're good. the following, uh, statements carry very little journalistic integrity, but did you see the knee brace? No, Brady had this, a knee brace if you look on his left knee, he's got a knee brace. And when I consider what it takes for a 43 year old to get through the playoffs in an NFL season, and if he's got a knee brace and if he's got a little thing, I mean, it just might've been one of those cases where you like, you mistook the little eye on the medicine bottle for a winking symbol. Like this is a good idea, you know? (laughs) like i'm just i'm willing to be sympathetic to the idea that tom brady might be going through some like health regimen that doesn't exactly work with avocado tequila right we're like he might he might have uh he might have miscalculated some of his like he he might have dropped a decimal point when he was trying to figure out what was going to be the limit for that particular day so like while there it is very very like to your point I do not think there is any old that is too old especially when you've just won the championship you can go and live it up however you want to do it um no matter what age like that is that is your moment uh, I'm not going to hate on you for that but I am I'm at least willing to look at Brady in that moment and look at that knee brace and be like ooh he might yeah he this he he might have had like what would have normally been an okay amount, but maybe in, in that moment, uh, thing, things might've slipped out of control for him.
1: Now, I think, uh, I think Brady keeps it natural. I think he only smokes weed for pain, uh, regulation. <laughs> no, th- that's what I'm thinking. Uh, no, I, y- your answer is correct. If you are a player, even if you're a 43 year old player, you're not too old. Now coaches, front office staff, baseball commissioners, different rules. You, you don't even at a parade, I think coaches have to like, you can't be stumbling, right? players you earned it baby you get to do whatever you want and if you're cool enough to be 40 freaking three and playing in the nfl then yes you get to be drunk uh, at the parade too you, you are not too old i'll celebrate i mean that. it's
0: the jr smith rules anything is possible like you get to have <laughs> your shirt off for like three weeks after winning the
1: nba championship also being drunk in a parade is kind of fun um shout out rally christmas parade circa 2007 i don't know All right. Football is over as Chip Patterson talked about on the college side, they need some time to decompress. I guess they can't, you know, get all into FCS football, uh, on the NFL side. We go straight from watching football to watching the mock drafts move. They came flying fast and furiously. Uh, as soon as, even as, after the college uh, football season ended, the mock drafts were out there. Now they're stirring even more because we know that the Super Bowl has ended. We don't have any football to watch. Millions of people still want to talk about football. So, mock drafts will be our form of entertainment for the next few months. However, we here at Sports General, though we do care who the, the Panthers will draft, we realize that many of these mock drafts are merely exercises in just getting exercises in stupidity to get you to click, read, and talk about dumb things that people are doing. Starting with our first mocking the draft is Todd McShay. So Todd McShay will not be mocked. That's right. We will not be mocked. Uh, Ty McShay did something where he had a mock draft with four quarterbacks being taken, partly because he had two trade-ups into like the third and fourth slots, right? So he's got the Carolina Panthers moving up to Trey Lance. Let's first talk about that, Chip Patterson. You can't do a mock draft where you have trades, right? That's not fair. Oh, not this
0: early in the process. If you need to do that just to entertain yourself in March or April, I understand. Like, uh, Ryan Wilson at CBS Sports, Tom Fernelli, Will Brinson, like... When they've been doing mock drafts 50 weeks a year and we're finally getting close to crunch time, if you want to mock trade just because you're bored and you need to figure out a way to spice it up, I'm cool with that, but not at this point, not when we're coming right off the Super Bowl. I, I really prefer my mock drafts clean at this time of year.
1: You got, you gotta just give me the order of picks and tell me who should be taken. And then we'll watch and see if there's an if there's a important strong move from, you know, the Texans climbing the board or whoever it might be, maybe we'll allow you to make that move, but it feels like Todd McShay just engineered two trades so that he could have the headline of Todd McShay puts four quarterbacks in his first four picks in the mock draft. But since we are here and since we are looking at Todd McShay's mock draft, he's got the Panthers trading up to the four slot. I I don't know exactly what he has us giving up, but he's got the Panthers selecting Trey Lance from North Dakota state. We're just gonna boo all these picks. All right, Chip Patterson, give me an actual scouting report on whatever a Trey Lance from North Dakota state is.
0: Well, Trey Lance is an upgrade from an Easton stick. I don't know if you remember an Easton stick NFL quarterback or PGA tour golfer, but he was uh, the North Dakota state starter between Carson Wentz and Trey Lance. And if I've said Carson Wentz, then you're probably already selling your Trey Lance stock as well. But I will say that uh, the people who have dug in on Trey Lance and I always uh, tip my hat to Daniel Jeremiah, because uh, former app state, great NFL network. He was the first person to bring him to my attention. And the thing that, Uh, Jeremiah loved about him number one didn't make many mistakes 28 touchdowns and zero interceptions in his last full season he was also a thousand yard rusher with 14 rushing touchdowns on the year so you are doing a lot of that dual threat he's 6'3 225 pounds and so you know in terms of those measurements in terms of the way that he's used you know like the the scheme is not the same but we're talking about somebody who, as he gets off the bus and as he starts going through workouts, probably looks a little bit like a Justin Fields. And so, if you've got 42 touchdowns to zero interceptions, he was about a 67% passer. But within uh, Jeremiah's scouting report, he even blamed a lot of those, uh, a lot of those passes that were incomplete on some FCS receivers. So there's a lot of being able to take what's good and being able to to move it forward and try and say all right if he gets a better supporting cast around him this guy could be really really good now me i i'm not buying all that especially after the easton stick and carson wince uh you know times yeah. that have just passed us coming from fargo but i mean they say they say that this guy could be uh like a an andrew luck type
1: We'll see. To me, I'm more curious. What sounds more like a boy band name? Trey Lance or Lance Trey? Trey Lance.
0: Because we've already know, had he, a Lance. Lance Bass is iconic. Know, you cannot replace Lance in the boy band universe. You can be a Trey Lance. <laughs> you cannot be a Lance Trey. There's only one Lance, like he, and that's it.
1: He sounds like he should be in a boy band. He also worries me. He sounds like somebody that Matt Rule might pick to say he's smarter than anybody else. Chip Patterson mocking the draft with us. We'll do it again next week, my man. Have a great weekend. Enjoy a little Friday. We'll talk to you. Sounds good. Y'all be well. There were a couple times where we we miss you when you're not here, Josh Goodson. We have to wait till late in the week to get get you in here.
2: I can get on the we should yeah that's
1: right we should get you to jump off. One was when earlier this week we had State and Duke both tipping off their basketball games before seven o'clock in the evening. Loved it. State play Duke played first. Duke, Duke played 430, at four thirty. State was at six thirty. State was at six thirty. You want this to be the norm for yes. ACC? Scheduling. Get rid of
2: the seven and nine.
1: I'd be curious. I mean, obviously, I obviously as a
2: society we need to sleep more. Anyways, we do, need we need to yeah, take yeah. care of ourselves. We do, don't need to be waiting up till eleven thirty to see our team lose to Syracuse and no. <laughs> like. Have twenty turnovers. I don't need that in my life. I can stomach that at eight thirty at night.
1: All uh, TV times are in theory selected to get TV the most money, right? They are putting them at the times they think the most people watch to get the most money. There is an element of the landscape has changed a decent amount, right? Like since you started deciding games should be at seven and nine in nineteen eighty or whenever it was, like the landscape has changed, like
2: people could, worked eight to five they came home and ate dinner at six and could turn and then on watch the, the game turn on the cable box and and like
1: would you watch my, a game maybe it would it take some time but like shh, maybe we should do some more experimenting and playing some games at four thirty, especially if x percentage of people are going to be DVRing it or we don't even use the term dvr now you know like on, on streaming service or whatever x number of people are going to be watching it after the start time right. anyway so that, so there it doesn't matter at all when you air it uh, the question is you know what's the trade-off in having some games at 4.30? Or would you, let's say if you're you're a sports league, would you pick up some 12-year-old fans that might start watching at 4.30 that then become lifetime fans that never would have known of your product if it always aired at at 8 o'clock or whatever, right? So I'd be curious if there'd be some experimentation in that. The other... When
2: when things get old and stale, you start experimenting. I mean, that's just part of it.
1: Got to change it up. (laughs) Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, (laughs) Now, the other reason I thought of you was yesterday... Was National Pizza Day. Yeah. Now we try not to. Sometimes we will pull from the National Whatever Day to put something in Rightly Rated. Sure. It's, a, it's a, like a Rightly Rated filler, and we see them every day. But I always thought of you because your take is that the National Blank Day thing is, is a scam.
2: Well, just the big, the big ones. Like I, I promise you, we will have three more National, national Pizza, Pizza Days in 2021. It's, a, it, like.
1: The the other one is and beer. And it's going to be like beer, beer day. There's like chocolate. five of them:
2: beer, chocolate,
1: donuts, even maybe
2: pizza. Those are the main ones. Or well, like, ice
1: cream. I feel like I feel like Ben and Jerry's is giving me a free scoop four yeah, times a year. It's, claiming it's a it's scam. It, it is. It's a scam. It's it's free. It's the lobby of the. In this case, the pizza lobby. We have so
2: much thrown at us these days with the way that people just intake information that you just can't remember what you did. Like, they could throw this thing out there on March the 20th, and we're like, hey, National Pizza Day! Yeah. It, no one would remember that, that it just happened yesterday.
1: Totally a scam. The only other thing I saw, uh, just the the juxtaposition of days. Uh, today is International Day of Women and Girls in Science. That's a great day. My sister should be the patron saint of this day. She would love this day. It sounds like another one there may be two or three of in a year, but. It's also get out your guitar day okay whatever this is where i thought it was funny national inventors day great but then on the same day it is national pro sports wives day which first of all shouldn't it be pro sports spouses day since we have plenty of prominent Mm. female professional athletes isn't it sexist to have a pro sports wives day sure um although the you know they could be wives of other women too so but why not just call it pro sports partners or spouses days, because we have all sort of, we have famous sports women married to men. We have famous sports men married to women. We have famous sports women married to other women. Famous sports men married to other men. We've got all kinds of couples, right? But on the same day that it is pro sports wives day, it is also satisfied staying single day. Now, how can we celebrate marriage in one day? Yes. (laughs) I Let's thought go. of you specifically,
2: Isn't, DC. Don't they already do that, like the day after or day before Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Singles Awareness Day? Yes. Right. Isn't yes. that something?
0: Trust me, we're fully aware we're single. <laughs> we don't need a day for it. We're fully Gosh, aware. What are the
2: other days that you like you celebrate? What are the most Monday, days? Yeah. What's the most? What's the most single person day there is? Is it Valentine's Day? Uh, Christmas. Yeah, but you're around your family. Yeah, but Dude. here's the
0: thing: you're constantly getting reminders of things that you can do with your spouse during the holidays. I'm okay, and I'm okay, okay, okay. with
2: I'm okay with like single day floating because like a very big single day could maybe be the first snow. Oh uh, yeah, the night before the first snow day or first beat first nice day to go to the beach or something like that. You also
1: need a single day on like uh, uh, 20, 20th uh, high school. Reunion, yes. uh, that that's yeah. that that is a singles day right there. Like you are keenly aware, yeah. If you are single, there, um, are are you satisfied staying single, Dennis Cox? Sure, why not? That, yeah, that's. I don't like the the supposed, and you know we're messing with you, DC. Oh, I but know, it's totally fine. Satisfied staying single day, that sounds like you are trying too hard to convince yourself, right? Like, yeah. I I think that everybody should be happy enough in themselves that they can live independently or be happy i think part of being able to live with another person and being in a relationship with another person is starts with being satisfied with yourself right mm-hmm. if you are seeking happiness that you think you can only find in another person but when you say satisfying staying single day it sounds like you've got like singles day or singles awareness day whatever it's just like a, you know that that's like a funny thing telling people that you're satisfied staying single day I don't know i I feel like the people who would participate in that maybe aren't as satisfied as they're claiming they are um so i just i again i just also thought it was interesting that we had pro sports wives day the same day that we have satisfied staying single day um it it seems like an odd juxtaposition get ready for your chance to partake in a once in a lifetime experience the og winter classic at carter finley stadium presented by agape lawn company While the Canes may have to wait until 2022 to make their outdoor game become a reality, the OG isn't waiting, and they're giving two lucky gamers the chance of a lifetime. Text the keyword Hockey to 919-860-5326. You'll be entered to play in a fierce competition of NHL 94 Live on the Jumbotron while sitting on the 50-yard line at Carter-Finley Stadium. Again, text Hockey to 919-860-5326, and good luck. Joining us now is the man who will be on these airwaves from noon to three on 99.9 fan. Oh, he will be, he will be joining us in just a second. We're single right now. We we, we are are 100% single single right now. uh, Today we are celebrating satisfied staying single. Uh, Is Valentine's Day another one of those things that's crept up on you, like like sports events and other things? It's awful.
2: I don't do Valentine's
1: Day though. D- is your wife with you on that? No, that, that seems to be a no. joint, tr- Oh, really, no. the things are, I imagine things will go poorly for you, you my wife and I are more both on the same page of not doing a lot on Valentine's day. Our tradition had been to go eat an Oakwood pizza box. Mm. We will probably just get a takeout pizza from Oakwood pizza. Um, it seems like if you, if your wife wants to celebrate Valentine's day and you don't want to celebrate Valentine's day, you might soon be celebrating satisfied staying single day, uh, Josh Goodson.
2: We'll see. Right. I mean,
1: you, 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 I feel like you're a fairly romantic guy. You, you like, I, but, but I'm a I'm a spontaneous. Nice, that's that's true.
2: You like do, I, I hate I hate the pressures of.
1: You don't like having to write thank you notes when when it's like mandated by society. You just like the right. random reaching out. I'll to do the somebody. random stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, you're not bad at that. Uh, I agree.
2: Because it's like, what if I did something nice last week, out of nowhere? It's like, oh, just just did something nice. Yeah. just because Valentine's is next week, I have to do something again.
1: Yeah, well, let let me know how that works out for okay. you. Okay. You've been listening to the Best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast.
0: Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. This podcast also drops every weekday at noon. Thanks again for listening to the Best of Sports Channel 8, the radio show podcast.